Greetings in the master's name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is a day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We're excited about all that God is doing right now in this beautiful, beautiful transitional season of the world in our lives and and what God has predestined and set in order everywhere. Um, I had something on my heart this morning that's very, very crucial to the time period of God's people and those in the body of Christ. And I'm going to leave you with this. Be okay being who you are. Be okay just being blessed and quiet and rejoicing in the fellowship of the believers. It's okay to kick back and relax. It's okay. I know I know the circumstances of life has us busy, 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 busy. But it's okay to just relax for a minute. It's okay to just enjoy the things of life. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in Atlanta, Georgia. I live in Peachtree City, but it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. And the hand of God is upon us. And we're glad to be healthy. We're glad to be strong and to have God's hand moving profoundly. Um, in my life and into yours as well. And it is a masterful day of the hand of God. Wonders are the works of his hands in Jesus' name. Let's start with prayer. And uh, we'll come from prayer to talking about fathers and uh, what it means in the faith of a father. Let us pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. You are our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever we truly bless your name god we ask you on this day and stand before your throne of grace with our prayer to touch lead guide inspire uplift heal and set free in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what is on the way and for what you've already provided that's set in order. God, we ask you to keep us, lead us, strengthen us in these times and go into the hearts of your people and those who seek you. And God, uphold them and revive them again. We thank you in advance for the promises, the revival, the elevation, the move, and God, and the breaking of chains. We thank you. We praise you. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. We are excited. I'm very, very excited truly about all that God wants to do for us and all the things he is doing for us. And too many times in our lives, we get to a place where we forget the significance of fathers and not just the Father's Day and not just the, the time of the year um, when we celebrate just what he does and what um, is there for him and, and what his prescribed position is and what we say a father is. We very rarely celebrate um, the longevity and the perseverance. And sometimes we don't celebrate the quietness and the protection. And the one word we 
don't celebrate in the lives of our fathers many times. It's the word faith. How faith has been crucial to many fathers and to many fathers is it becomes the beacon of their existence, their faith. And when you understand their faith is strong and, and needs encouragement at times, we, we lose that element of just looking at them and saying, thank you for your faithfulness. Um, thank you for um, your heart of faithfulness to take care of and to protect and to pray for. And just to be sure that um, all things are well. And I, I really um, believe in that I am a father. And I don't need a lot of hoo-ha, I don't need a lot of congratulations, you know. Um, but um, as a father and not needing much, I do look toward the support of other fathers, not toward me, but me toward them, and reminding them of the crucial element called their faith. Um, and faith is crucial and it's needed. We look at, um, and for Samuel, um, um, David needed faith. And in Ziglad, he had to encourage himself. And in encouraging himself, there was a building of the element of faith placed in him. And that, that faith of him encouraging himself um, um, is required uh, in men some time to, to stay on the battlefield for the Lord and just to stay on course um, and not get moved or not become engaged into um, the heart of bitterness or on losses that have come in your life, but um, to have some some steadfastness in the faith and to carry the spirit of all the relationships around you and all that you do with long suffering, and that requires faith. And uh, the word of God is so powerful for faith of man because it says that in Hebrews the eleventh chapter it says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for." And the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes the quiet faith of men or the lowness of that faith. That faith is not seen sometimes because their desires for others, they sometimes don't speak about it. They just work at it. And that faith is different because the faith is the substance of things hoped for. So they're working for the betterment of their family, the betterment of their children. Um, the betterment of them having an education and moving forward to gain the things that that father sometimes never was able to receive. But his hard labor in life and sacrifice through the toils and snares of the building of this of this world um, causes his faith to dwindle sometimes by the circumstances, and those circumstances sometimes takes a toll and uh, it hits a niche of of their faith level. But we want to be an encouragement. Um, to remind fathers and those in the faith and spiritual fathers. And I was coming more toward the natural father of the home and those who are part of the um, the Godhead fathership of the house um, to remind them that your faith, is, your faith is very valuable. And we want to encourage your faith to know that you don't have to quit, you don't have to give up, and you don't have to shake. Faith is not by what you see. So the element of faith and basic faith sometimes could be um, a, just a regular father who tolls and works and, and he's going um, every day and traveling to games and recitals and just being there and coming home and hugging his children and, and kissing his wife. And, and if it's not that scenario, just being present 
at the required time or the prescribed time or the scheduled time, whatever might be the case. And just knowing that his faith um, is necessary for the longevity and the survival of his kindred and those who are out of his lineage line or who God has allowed to come out of the bloodline that he's established. I am sure about one thing, um, and it is that prayer that our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I am sure that in the faith of your prayer, in the strength of your prayer, your faith will grow as you encourage yourself and surround yourself with encouraging men, other fathers that can let you know that you can survive as long as you build your faith and your fortitude uh, um, to stand against struggle. And your faith uh, um, is going to do something because when it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, we establish um, this thing called realization. Faith requires something uh, where the, when you realize the state that you're in and the position that you're in, that your fatherhood is going to be a requirement for longevity. I try to reflect or to model on what God has done and maybe both at specific times to reflect and um, to model things after God. God says, I never leave you nor forsake you, even until the end of time. Um, but he will allow you to go through, um, such as the story of the prodigal son. But also, um, he also said, what um, if your child asks for bread, would you give him a stone or a rock or would you give him something not adequate to the circumstance? And when I look at the faith of fathers, I mean, fathers become blinded and misguided um, in the element by the hurt of their heart and through their hurt and misunderstanding and sometimes um, bad paths and decisions, they become discouraged in their decisions and that dwindles their faith. Um, so I want to be an encouragement to me, fathers, and say, if you want to see things get better, if you want to see things change, change your decision and choose God, choose the word of God, choose the things of God that moves your faith. Um, real men handle their business with discretion, according to Psalms 112. And if he's handling his business with discretion, he starts to see the value of quiet faith and he starts to see the value of the fruit of the spirit. This word becomes um, something powerful in faith because in verse 2 of chapter 11 of Hebrews, it says, by this, the elders gained a good report. By your faith and, and your belief in God, your steadfastness in who he is, and your continuous battle and wrestling and, and running this race and understanding it's not given to the swift or strong, but he that endureth. Your faith starts to build by not even the victories, but um, understanding you endured. You made it through. And then after a while, the endurance become the victory. Not what you gain, but what you endure. And everything is still intact. The boat, the ship was wrecked, but everybody was still in the boat. Um, and that 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 move of God in your life that grows you to a place where you believe, my goodness, my faith looks up to thee. And God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you in this circumstance. I'm trusting you in my trials. I'm trusting you in my tribulations. I, I'm trusting you, God, when things are just not as I 
desire them to be. And in that faith that requires a set aside with God, a set aside of prayer and, and consecration and really interceding for every element of your life and becoming a man, becoming a prayer warrior for everything. And then he starts to build your faith because you start seeing um, the return of your investment of faith, the return of your investment in prayer, the return of your investment in your fasting. And so you have to invest in your life. You have to invest in the things of your life. You have to invest in the work of your life. And when it says that, because it starts to say, and through that faith in verse three, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. And you start to understand God formulates um, through your faith and through your prayer. God formulates from that aspect of what you see. He grows it because you have your family, you have your business, you have your work element. And you have the blessings and, and the structure of, of your church family and your church fellowship and your extended families and blended families. And, and God has started nurturing all of those areas. I had to learn fathers in my faith. I had to learn something very powerful to build my faith. I had to learn I couldn't fix everybody in every situation. I just could not fix every situation. So we pray for the fixing of it through God, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I realized through that, that God does the fixing. I do the praying. Amen. I do oversight on earth. Amen. I, I, I look in and sometimes I indulge when I shouldn't because God has it handled, but your heart goes out and you decide to help and assist um, where we shouldn't. You know how we are. God and people of God and men of God. We proclaim, we proclaim God where we want to proclaim it um, to validate maybe early movement or moving out of the structure that God has permitted or allowed. I will say this one thing to um, all the men who endure and who have trusted God. He did come through because he's faithful. He's faithful to deliver us from all of our unrighteousness. I have faith in all, all situations. So what did I learn? I learned to be patient. And as I look for God to fix everything and, and me take my hand out of it and let, let some areas finish because God has a whole plan with somebody else's life that you don't know about. Your faith is in God that he'll take care of that. But you encourage yourself to intercede and to pray for. So you start looking at things, start to formulate with your family. Things formulate with your finance. Things formulate with your heart. Your prayer life becomes stronger as your faith grows in trusting that God can handle what you can't see. Man, that was a hard one for me um, for a long time because I just felt I loved everybody. I loved my family and, and loved my brothers and sisters and cousins and those I was attached to. I was always trying to help. And God blessed me real good when I learned to back out and let God have his way. When I learned to remove, he can do more with an individual than I ever could because he knows the thoughts that he has for them. He knows the plans he has for them. And my advice sometimes, let me tell you a great one I had to learn. My advice on many occasions was not the plan of God. It was my learning um, that did not activate properly in their lives because that was not the plan for their lives. It was the plan for my life. And that was an intricate part of God moving differently in my life. When he started teaching me, I have a plan for each and every one of you. 
and the advice is good and use your wisdom and, and teach your experience and use your testimony to win. But remember, um, everything attached to you belongs to me and I'm going to nurture it. I'm going to bless it. I'm asking you to pray for it. I'm asking you to stand in the gap one man, plant one man, water God gets to increase because God knows the plan that he has. God knows what his intention is for other people's lives. I had to learn other people's advice for me. Um, did not always land in my life perfectly um, after finally, because it was not the plan for me. I'm a different vessel. Um, but fathers, you are chosen by God. In Psalms 100 said that it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. No, you will. No, no, no one chose you to be a father. Um, no one picked you to be a father. God chose you. And in that God chosen position, God knew you can handle it. He just needed um, an encouragement factor or a voice when you can hear him to remind you of your responsibilities being chosen by God. Many are called you are chosen and here you are chosen by God um, to do great and mighty things in the earth realm he gave you children that's why you called a father um, he's giving you substance that's why you called a father um, and in that title your faith will grow by your work and as you see the growth of your children as I do in mine um, God starts to do something phenomenal in watching the growth of your children and they gain families and watching them educationally grow and career-wise grow. He changes you to realize that his word is perfect, fathers. In that Proverbs, he said, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they become old, they will not depart from it. Your faith should be in the element of the training, interceding, and prayer. I mean, he gave us, he gave us specific things that we should do in steps, fathers. That are, that are phenomenal for your life. In Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, he was clear to let us know to walk with them, talk with them, spend time with them, and to nurture and minister to them in every aspect, laying down and getting up, walking, eating. No matter what the terms are, you are responsible, and your faith will grow by the duty you perform. Righteousness does gain faith because we live. The just shall live by faith. And we stand as because it's God's amazing. His word has even told us that we have to walk in this faith because without faith, what? It's impossible to please God. And, and it pleases him. It pleases God for him to watch us fathers do, do the word to the utmost and perfectedly. And it pleases him to have our children watch us fathers treat their mothers in excellence, but with strength and direction and vision and be able to be sound when they're able to be strong and to tell our sons do not be bitter and tell our daughters, hey man, be great women of God. Hey man, be chaste and tell our sons not to be drunken and be sober. Hey man, the things of your faith, the things that build your faith, the teaching that builds your faith, and this, and this full bone of, of uh, ministry concerning fathers, I want you to be encouraged also that faith by fathers and faith in fathers um, has been all through the word of God. Abraham had faith as a father. Job has faith as a father. David has faith, uh, had faith as a father. And one of the mighty men we don't really talk about sometimes was Joseph 
had faith as a father, but Isaiah had faith. And, and, and you look at it and, and look at the word of God and start to say, my goodness, and the work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ toward us in our salvation and accepting Christ as our personal Savior, um, we were given a new word of grace. And the time of certain things have changed, but our faith must keep looking up to him. Our faith must be um, really rooted and grounded in the yoke of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he said, take that upon you and learn of me. So, fathers, you have to learn of him and accept Christ as your personal Savior. Receive him in and, and uh, receive him in his, his true essence. And he said, if any man be in Christ, he becomes a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Yeah, you just can't change, you know, Second Corinthians 5, 17. You can't change it. Now, there's scripture that has fathers where your heart in faith must be the heart of salvation, must be the heart of God. And as you get closer and closer to God, your faith will grow. On this time period, I'm just taking a moment to encourage you, to remind you, you are not lost in the element of your faith. Um, I don't want to be typical. I'm a dad that's very engaged with his sons. And, and I look at the element of my engagement with them at faith to be sure that I remind them that the lineage line of my production in their life becomes the line that they work from in their lives. They're young men, strong, heart pumps heavy and, and deep, and um, the roar of their youth and their vigor um, causes them to make decisions of youthfulness and make decisions, you know, of wildness. And they sometimes, like their father, they get a little rogue and, you know, go on their own way. But in the midst of that, we find something very important. The teaching grows in their hearts according to the circumstance by your faith. Long as your faith in their worst moments become a faith and, and a picture of love and kindness toward them as they struggle, this word becomes powerful because then it starts to teach them that without faith it's impossible to please God. But you can, son, do all things through Christ that strengthens you. There's nothing you're not able to conquer. There's nothing you're not able to fulfill. There's nothing on this earth that can block you from the glory of God and the essence of what God has in store for you because your faith um, shall grow, it shall build. And then that gives them the faith to jump, to leap, to pursue, to elevate and matriculate to other levels and, and to do the greater things in life. And I am sure of some things about faith. It never leaves you. There's always an element of faith in all of us. Fathers, even in your low point, you do have some faith because you desire to live. You do have some faith because you desire to grow. You do have some faith because you desire to watch your family succeed and to be cared for. You do have faith because you have a desire to see the laughter of your children and of your spouse um, and who, whoever your partnership is with. You want to see that laughter. Um, you do have faith because you want greater than where you are. You, you do have faith um, because you want to see promotions at work. You do have faith. You want to see greater homes and, and you want to see something uh, that you've never seen before. You have faith. You have faith. 
because you travel to vacation spots to look at the ocean and um, you look out the window of airplanes to see the glory of God. So you do have faith because you want to see the sunrise. So don't let anyone take that from you, fathers. I stand with you that your faith should be great. We know without a shadow of a doubt that much faith comes from your relationship with God. If you low on faith, you need to take more time in your word. You need to take more time in your scripture time. You need to take some time to clear your mind, to get away, and, and let the pressures of life um, move into the hands of God and just give you a moment to rebuild and, and to let God provide you more refreshing power of the Holy Ghost and clearing um, the weights that so easily beset you. I know you're going to lay them aside, um, but let the Holy Ghost assist you. Let the power of God assist you in your, your life and um, and then start to look at your faith and the pursuance of passing the power of what God has given you and chosen you to be um, under his power. And taking that strength of prayer, fasting, and gifting, and and, and building, and, and pass that mantle to your family, pass it to your sons, uh, because we're talking about fathers. So pass that strength um, to those around. The amazing part about this, fathers are built with a certain spirit, and they are called to protect, to nurture, to lead, and to guide. And in that strengthening portion, um, good fathers find other good men just to stay around and to keep themselves encouraged. Um, I thank God. Um, I have, I'm a young fellowship, Heaven's Harvest Ministries. I'm part of some young things with Kingdom Connection Fellowship International. And I'm part of just some young brothers in Christ, just, you know, married and, um, and, and they're working through, they've been married a while and just going through the processes of life. And, but I find something encouraging um, as they see me go through and the younger men see me suffer and they see me pursue, um, they find marriage encouraging. They find some other things that they can survive um, because of the mantle passed to them um, to have peace, great peace. Amen. Great peace. Um, and I love the law of the Lord. And so I pretty much don't let much offend me. Um, I try to be peaceable unto all men, but I do it strongly with my point of view um, being released into their hearts, but a heart of compromise, understanding, and, and empathy toward all situations. So, fathers, you must consider how important your heart, your mind, and your love for God is. And make sure you take care of your health and your heart. Um, too many times we forget these powerful things of um, the heart and uh, what happens with vessels and veins and what happens with constricting and expanding and um, the muscles of the heart. And without the proper things in your life, um, muscles can constrain, but they refuse to extract so that things can go through it. So you have something that blocks your joy and keeps you from being happy. Don't walk in that. Amen. Stay away from things that keep you bitter. Stay away from things that keep your mind and your spirit unhealthy. A good father needs to be free from the anxiety and the stress of failure. A good father needs to be free from the elements of discord, need to be free from the elements of things that causes their mind to go into the things that are against God's law. 
So you stay away from those things. You consult God. You find a quiet place, and then you let your faith rise. Then you find that quiet place so you can encourage yourself in a land that's unknown to you and not really for your best, but you must survive. Um, I speak to the fathers today that God bless you and keep you, that he builds your faith, and that the glory of God that rests upon you shall mount to a new place in your life. I don't care who you are and what you're going through. You're going to make it, Father. God's going to encourage you in this season. The second half of this year is going to bloom in your faith. It's going to bloom in your in your heart. It's going to be something that nourishes you. We love the five steps, the ten steps, and 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 all of these things. I only got one step for you: trust God. Amen. Why do we trust God? Because He's faithful. He's faithful to forgive us of all of our unrighteousness. Why do we do what we do? Because without God, there's not much that's possible. You can do all things through Christ, but without him, you can't do much. The devil, he'll take over your heart. He'll take over your mind. He'll cause you to become reckless. He'll cause your, your, your hurt and your pain to make decisions that blind you in your anger. Remove the anger. Open your eyes. See the glory of God. Good fathers, take that time. When you look at the book of Hebrews, I want you to find out this is about what faith does. And if you look at it carefully, as I just did, you find out that word of God is not about what faith is. It's about what faith does. Keep that in your heart. I repeat that one more time because I can hear um, Brother Hill right now say it again over here. It's not about what faith is. It's about what faith does. I prefer to do because to know to do and not to do, that is the measure of the sin. So I speak to you, fathers, let the grace of God rest rule and abide with you and let the promise of God keep you. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your love, and your kindness. God, we ask you to touch all the fathers around the land and the earth that you have made. God, touch their hearts and minds to reach out into you to find the answers for their families, the moves of vision, and where the provision is stored. And God, that they move to you to become closer and be filled with the power and the precious gift of your Holy Ghost, God, and to hold on to your unchanging hand. God, we ask you to supply all provision and never leave them. God and never forsake them. You are God of your word and your covenant. Touch their hearts to be men of covenants, fathers of trueness, fathers of pureness, fathers of honesty, God and fathers of endurance. Without a shadow of a doubt, God, you shall uphold them and keep them. Touch their hearts to read out to you and then see to intercede even the more. We know you can. We know you will. We trust you. We call it done. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. May God bless you, may he keep you, may he watch over you, and may he protect you. We call it done in the name of Jesus, we pray. I call you blessed in Jesus' name. I love you too much to forsake you. I want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me cause I don't chase you. But I suggest you choose me but I won't make you. That's how you get your breakthrough. Cause I really needed it. Felt your presence out that I'm finally obedient. Thank you for your love.